0: Too Many Comics, episode 192. Brooks, we have both seen Spider-Man. Yes, we did. So we're recording today. What's today? Today's July 4th, where the movie came out officially, Midnight Monday. We both saw it Tuesday. Um, quick review.
1: So, I mean, so this book had the challenge of carrying the weight of the conclusion of what I consider to be really, you know, Act 3 of the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Adventures in game. That was a shocking, you know, game-changing I, there's a pun for you uh but even still I thought it wasn't my favorite of the mcu even adjacent properties but I thought they did uh, the the the, spe- the special effects were great um the 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 way they sort of acknowledged the the snap, or as they call it the blip i thought was cause we mm. were all like so you come back five years younger or basically the same age but the world is advanced but that they kind of touched on what, what that looks like and um yeah i, th- I thought it was good my, my only thing and i i want to get your thoughts on this so you obviously know who Mysterio is, right? Yeah. So yeah, there was no question that the first hour of this movie was a complete misdirect. There was yes. no – in my – there was no – so the, the twist, as it were, was not like, what? You mean he's not actually good? So that's just my – that was my only and, – and there was actually – so my one friend was sitting in between me and another person that, that is aware of this obvious <laughs> – this obvious complete character. And so I, I believe that it was spoiled to his left, and then I'm stereo right, and I go, this is all a misdirect. And he goes, why is everybody spoiling this for me? <laughs> <laughs> because it's so obvious.
0: Well, the thing I the thing I like out of it, though, is there probably are – I mean, there's, with how many people go to see these movies, there I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't know Mysterio. And coming into a movie like that, you could very easily say, oh, you know, whatever. She's another Spider-Man movie. Mysterio's going to be the villain. Cool. I like that they – got to go a step further nowadays to tease trailers where they mention earth 616 when and really it was kind of just a ruse and it got all the nerds talking about multiverses yeah. and blah 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 yeah um and you know that for the casual fan this probably did get people thinking like oh mysterio is from another universe and he's like a good guy and maybe he'll end up bad but you know i think it was a full story of of the projector with the drones and i mean i like that they had to go a, a step further i mean there's never going to be anything that very rarely are they going to be able to tell a story that like keeps the people who actually read the books away from sort of knowing like we all knew yeah. Bucky Barnes was the winter soldier. But like I've mentioned, I've watched that movie a couple of times with people who don't know that. And when that scene happens, they're like, Oh wow, Bucky. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. This is yeah, no, so no. I like that. They, I like that they do that and then put effort
1: into the trailers to, to sort of tease that kind of stuff. Cause all the nerds are dissecting every frame of it. That is true. But also when they did the old Mandarin twist, people were pissed. Yeah, this Cause, is that true. They, I, Cause I did not see that coming. Trevor, so, uh, so, I mean, so the, the the point is, no one's gonna be happy. Yes. That's, that, that's how we do right. this. No no one's happy, and death and taxes are all guarantees.
0: But it was a fun movie. Uh, a lot of good jokes. I love the, the special effects scenes of when he's fighting Mysterio in the uh, alternate reality sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, especially that last one where he can sense it. Um, that was awesome. I'd love to see those scenes again. Um, yeah, I think the, the only thing that, that sort of makes these two movies that surround end game difficult that being Captain Marvel and far from home is yeah. that they happen so close to it. Like we've got, we got three MCU movies from March to from March to early July. And it seems yeah. like it, if it could have been March end game, July Spider-Man, November or something, it might've been a little bit more breathing room. Um, cause like the end still in theaters and they're releasing it and people are still talking about it. And, um, but you know, be that as it may, a, a closing up of that phase and as I mentioned before on, on the show, the the most exciting part now is that no one knows what's coming. That's true. I mean, there's some sequels, obviously, in the works, but, you know, the Eternals and whatever else they have planned. You know, maybe there'll be some announcements at Disney's thing in August or Comic-Con later this month. Uh, and we're, for the first time in a long time, we're at a spot where we have no idea what's what's coming next. And that's exciting. Yeah, that's
1: true that lousy smart weather mm-hmm. but i will say speaking of uh, eating your cake and having it too so whereas i spoiled the movie for my friend i was just like this is not right um afterwards was like so is is night monkey a thing <laughs> <laughs> no so but anyway so there there you go
0: um uh, so we talked the closing up of the vertigo name last week um yep. and we talked about our favorite vertigo books ever uh, things that people all know Sandman, Preacher, Why the Last Man, yada, yada, yada. Uh, comic book resources followed it up with a the best Virgo comics you may not have read and where you can read them currently, uh, mostly all in comicsology. i uh, sort of run through these because I think we, we may have actually read these anyways, but nice to mention. Uh, we Three by Grant Morrison, Frank Whiteley. Got nothing. Okay, I read that. Uh, Shade, The Changing Man, The American Scream. Yes. Okay, I've not read that. Pride of Baghdad by Brian K. Vaughn. Got that. Which we have read. Uh, Scalped, which I've talked about wanting to read a few times. I read that. And Northlanders, Sven the Returned, Sweet Tooth.
1: Uh, who? Come on. Yeah. You got to read. That's a great Obviously. book. Obviously. Yes, Mr.
0: Shepard. And that's the uh, list. That's it. Well, they, what is that, five? So they gave a list of five. Out of like hundreds of titles. Well, listen, these are some ones you may not have heard
1: of. So listen, you can't just list them all out. It'll take forever. Well, I mean, I would appreciate things like even some of the Fable spinoff books. Like Cinderella has one that was good uh jack from the jack of the beanstalk had a good one that ran for a while um you know i mean just if i mean i just feel like five is kind of pathetic yeah but, well but, we I, uh, but, I, them. but i agree with sweet tooth uh, headlining this list so what did we end up buying signed of brian k Vons? paper girls number one signed that's by the entire I team. okay, so guys, okay. i had to go through i had to go through my emails to, <laughs> to find the confirmation that's how i did it. you had to that's do a I gmail did. search that's how i saluted it oh my god And Gmail can be wonky that way sometimes with the conversations, all that collapsing and stuff. But But search is Google's specialty. Just get off my ass. (laughs) At least least I took the two-second effort to do it. And and where is that book? I don't know. It's in my
0: stack somewhere.
1: I mean, I feel the same way. And it's done by the entire team.
0: Good Lord.
1: But don't forget to get your your shit up here.
0: I will. I got plenty of time.
1: If uh, you say that, but have you made any effort to look at the 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 affirmation items? Yes. If and- you remember from
0: the last talk, I pulled it out of storage. I have it ready to go. I just need to uh, mail it. Well, if you put it into an envelope, I have not done that. Have you waited for postage? I will do all this. I promise. So.
1: So, so what faith do I have in this whole process? <laughs> it will happen. All right. All right. I'm, de- I'm, de- I'm, de- I'm definitely going because just, you know, I, I, I explained this probably in the last show even. But the idea that this book is going in the hundreds. Do I need hundreds of dollars? No. Not not to brag. No. And and what I even consider selling. No, but I feel like a badge of honor is what I'm going after in yes, this case. of course. So,
0: anyway. And I think lastly we have in here in the follow-up is 17 covers and counting for House of X number 1. Now, is this the is this the Hickman returning House of X?
1: This is the Hick, Hick the Hickman, I can't even say it. The Hicksman, Hickman <laughs> Hicksman. What, 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 whatever the hell it is. Okay. Yes. So, this is his big there's there's two books. There's House of X and Powers of 10. That's how you pronounce it. Okay. And so the thing about these books is it's apparently just going to completely unsettle or reboot or, or, or reestablish the X lines that have sort of languished for some time. Why, Why I wonder. Could it be about movie stuff? Maybe.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe the same reason that uh, Fantastic Four has been in flux.
1: So anyways, so to sort of you know get, get, get us all ready for this. And I'm, by the way, I'm hella ready for this. And I if they come out on the same day, we're going to be doing both those X books when they drop for number ones okay but they you know they've dropped all these variant covers 17 like you said and counting like Phil Noto's doing one of them the, the superstars are out Scotty Young of course is doing his baby version of stuff um I mean for me I feel like it's cool but this book no one really knows what it's about yet and you're seeing characters sort of mashed up aged weird or whatever it is but um I mean I am very excited and these covers are just like, let's, let's go. Let's, let's drop this. Uh,
0: so they describe it as since the release of Uncanny X-Men number one, there've been four seminal moments in the history of the X-Men giant sized X-Men, X-Men, age of apocalypse, and new X-Men. Is that true? Are those are the four big moments?
1: They mentioned like dark Phoenix saga.
0: Well, it says, uh, I mean, I, I guess not. No. Uh, either way, this comes out July 24th is 40 pages. Um, uh, is there, are there still, I imagine that I guess there's enough people that still buy like all 17 covers. Who are these yeah, people? I don't know. So There's a Scotty Young one. Um, Phil, I'd like to see Phil Noto's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's the cool. rest of these are names that I don't quite know myself, So besides Sarah Pacelli. Um, okay, cool. Whatever. Look forward yep. to uh, reading the first one. Sounds wonderful. All right. Stocks and books. All right, bookies. We had two number ones this week. Uh, first one out of IDW is Marilyn Manor, number one. This is – so the story is – the 80s. This is the daughter to the president. Um, she apparently has been, uh, at least, didn't start out as when he was, I guess, a governor and working his way up. He was, she was a cute little girl. Now she is a problem child living in the White House. Um, you know, wants to have these parties, wants to have friends, wants to get in trouble. Um, is put on blast by everyone working at the White House, and then finally, dad goes on a trip. Chief of staff stays behind. She uncovers an underground tunnel to get people through the doors um, and then goes a little bit haywire. Uh, Her best friend is uh, possessed by the spirit of Abe Lincoln, she says. Mm. So they throw a big party and we're sort of left in that that regard. I don't know where, the one thing I do find interesting about this story and that I think it's going to go in a way that maybe might not interest interest me with the being possessed by Abe Lincoln and where it's going to go from there. Um, I would like to see a story play out of uh, the the child of the president being a problem child because um, I feel like that's you know at least in my time of following presidencies, it's always you know the Obamas had two young kids, mm-hmm. um, problem
1: problem children. Both yeah,
0: even you know Barron is Trump's little boy's name, right? Yeah, like, he, you know, he's like, obviously, Ivanka and, and his older kids are just I don't consider them like they're his children, but like not living in the White House, not, no. you know, in school, you know, Correct. the Bush girls didn't really get into trouble. Um, Chelsea no, I Clinton. Know.
1: I feel like the, there was some Bush child that was an issue.
0: Well, I need I want to see like somebody throwing ragers or something, because I got to feel like if you're like uprooted, like, I think about the Obama girls who were just in there. They were, you know, growing up outside of Chicago, and then all of a sudden, like, you're pulled away from whatever schools you're in all your friends forced to live in washington dc for eight years now granted you, there's a lot of luxuries that come with being the the children of the president of the united states but still mm-hmm, you're like that uproots mm-hmm. the lives of uh you know however old you are at the time I, I have a feeling that could turn someone into like wanting to lash out or host some parties and do some things but i feel like this book is going to take a path that gets more away from that and into sort of like the supernatural type stuff okay. Which which i don't know if i'm feeling
1: all right, so uh, Madeline Bazasio did this. Who also did the. The only thing I know is Eternity Girl, which mm. I happen to like. Right? Yeah. Uh, I hated this book. I did not like it at all. Yeah. I did. I, I did not. I was struggling to get through it. I didn't sympathize with the lead character. I didn't really enjoy the art that much. There was the flash forward, flashbacky stuff. She changed her hair color. Um, yeah, I didn't care for it. I just didn't. She she came off very petulant, and I think that you, you say things like you know, the concept would be interesting. I, I think perhaps, but the way this was executed to me was just not something that I can see myself at all continuing with. Yeah,
0: and I I didn't read into it uh, before I started reading. Um, so as I was reading, oh, that's what how I mentioned. You know, like oh, okay, this is this could be kind of cool, a, a story that would interest me, and then just kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure where it's going from there. And sometimes that's a good recipe for success, but you know, when I'm not, not feeling good. the story to begin with, um, having no real direction as to what may possibly occur over these next however many issues, uh, yeah, I, I can uh, I can leave this one behind. Yep. Bye. That's fine. Okay. Also, Wolverine Exit Wounds number one. So this is a off the top of my head, I can't remember how many issues this is supposed to be. If it was even just like a, it almost feels like a one shot type thing. So it's done yes. with Chris Claremont, Larry Hama, and Sam Keith. Um, there are three different Wolverine stories in one issue. Um, I think we you know we singled in on this because of the the Chris Claremont connection. yeah uh, so we have red and tooth red and tooth and claw uh, aftermath and Logan. So I would say as a general reader of of Wolverine type stuff um, and not so versed in whatever ongoing titles may be occurring, this was a cool little read for me. Uh, I mean I take it or leave it as you know three. Three little stories, not really needing to know a whole bunch of backstory. You know, I know enough about Wolverine to sort of get through these. I got mm-hmm. some cool action. Uh, for someone who's not interested in getting into another ongoing of Wolverine, three bite-sized stories that I can go through. I like this three different artists, so I get a different feel each time, three different writers, uh, all with our unique storyline. I don't know how this plays into the bigger picture at all, if, if at all, uh, but for a, a one-off read for, for myself, I, I kind of enjoyed it.
1: All right, so there were three stories in this, as you point out. So there's one where he's in the Weapon X, I guess, facility getting brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And and he's having these these outbursts, and they're trying to figure out why. And it's because he's reliving Sabretooth, killing his betrothed. And then we got one with, like, ramen is the thing, which made me kind of hungry. I like ramen. (laughs) It's a little hot these days for ramen. And then what was the third one? What was the bent on that?
0: Uh, let me swipe through here and see if I can remember real quick. So we got so the got- ramen one. It's like the old school. He's like in the the brown and yellow suit. Oh, he's with Venom, fighting Venom.
1: Oh, that was I actually like that one. Yeah, so that was pretty that, cool. What I liked about that one is it was done by. You can so easily tell the creators of the the, the comic book, uh, the Max. Okay. Yep. Which yep. Is, which an old school image comic from years. MTV adapted it to a cartoon, which is also very cool. You probably find it on YouTube bootleg style um so i think that might might have been my favorite of the three now I think about it i would go in order the venom one the ramen one i believe chris, chris claremont did the first he, one he did the second one the ramen one second okay then, then okay so now i feel better because he can be very hit or miss chris claremont so there okay good so I put,
0: I put him in the same order
1: there you go i would not if issue two was coming i wouldn't be there but to your point for a quick easily digestible stories you know pretty okay
0: yeah Next week, uh, we've got Space Bandits number one of five. This is by Mark Miller and Matteo Scalera uh, out of Image Comics. Miniseries premiere. Thena Cole and Cody Blue are among the universe's most wanted felons. Each the leader of their own criminal ops. They run heists across the galaxies, hopping from ship to ship to fleece everyone inside. But when both women are betrayed by their crews, the bandits only have one thing on their minds. Revenge. I like that. Mark Miller, none to do some good stuff. Uh, we're typically a big fan of miniseries, so one of five, not too much in investment and uh we'll see where
1: it goes you know it makes me want to reread magic order that was a great great run are they is he turn? is he using that at netflix to turn into something I, I haven't heard anything but i mean i enjoyed every second of that book every frame
0: well i wonder if he will is there is he supposed to keep it going at all
1: i don't i haven't heard anything about that hmm. so i don't know yeah. I, when it comes to magic magic order i'm not your source
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so we've got uh, elsewhere this week uh, ascender number three Yep. Um, this is obviously the continuation of Descender and uh, Ascender, Dustin Gwen, Jeff Lemire. Um, mm-hmm. the best praise that I can give this one much that I did, uh, issue two after the first one was, I felt like a breeze through it was sad when it was over. Uh, yeah. so, so we get a little bit more backstory, uh, of teaching his daughter, um, a little, a little bit of how they got there with, with Effie dying. Um, you know, trying to get the daughter to safety, battling through uh bandit going, you know, haywire at the end there. Um, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is awesome. Still waiting for old Tim to show up. I imagine it's going to happen at some point. Um, you know, perhaps many, many issues from now as a, as a bigger payoff. Uh, but I'm loving it. I think it's picked right up where Descender left off Uh cool new story. I imagine we're going to get a lot more involved in this as they, going to the, the magic sort of things, and and you know, heard his daughter's story as she continues to grow. Uh, but loving it, three issues, I'm hooked.
1: Yep, um, like you said, it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. But I but I, I do like, mm-hmm. but I do mm-hmm. like that um, we're getting <laughs> how much are those tacos? Um, <laughs> uh, we do get some more of the puzzle pieces being filled in of because we we have flash forward ten years, right? And so we know what happened now to Effie, and although she's not dead, she's infected, right? They didn't kill her. Did they? she didn't die really? on, on panel?
0: Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just mm, forgetting that. But either way, a- anyway. So something, something happened. Back. Yes. something did happen. Yes. Too many comics in my I, head.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but I did enjoy it. Um, I I, I did like that twist in the end. That Bandit has apparently been hiding hiding a power set we didn't know about. Yes. So, so that's something. And of course, again, cliffhanger. This book. And, and I, when I say this book, I'm gonna also include Descender in this. Um, always with the last page. Like, shit, mm-hmm. gotta keep going. He's good at that. Yeah, There well, here you go, buddy.
0: Uh, Elsewhere, Runaways, number 22. Uh, I can't believe this has hit 22 issues. Um, very interested to see how far this goes. I'm glad they haven't rebooted it into like, a fake number one. Uh, they keep it going. I love, like, every, I'm still loving every little bit of this. Uh, I wish Chris Anka was still drawing, but the, but the art is still good. Uh, we get Carolina testing her powers, saving some people. The dialogue between um gib and molly hayes mm-hmm. is good um you know the I, I love doombot as a character them trying to fix doombot i just love the shenanigans they, they get into i love that these characters are back i can't believe it's like i said that it's gone on for 22 issues with with the same writer continuing on um i imagine so long as they keep the show going they will try to keep this going and it must be selling decent enough um yeah and it's yeah it's been good and it's maybe like the surprise of the last couple of years for me in, in terms of books really well and, and whenever remember when they released runaways maybe four or five years ago uh it's i think okay. Noel stevenson did it yeah and it was like five special. issues and it was kind of yeah. like you got all excited and then they were gone and then they spring these characters into like little books on the side uh you know like nico was in the the a-force i think um yeah, Just to have them back together in an ongoing book that is successful enough, written by the same writer who's clearly he- heavily invested in these characters and their history. Um, yeah, I, th- I don't think I would have saw this coming. If you'd have told me that Runaways would hit 22 have been pretty steadily good the entire time, uh, I don't think I would have believed that.
1: Well, uh, okay. They, also, they were in Avengers Arena, which you know we liked. Yes. We hated Guinness it. Hopeless, what's he up to nowadays? I don't know. I really don't. Um, you know, I think... I, i'm glad that you like this book the way that you do for me i just it, it needs to pick up a little bit it's uh I mean, we've had these little mini arcs and and i just we uh, let's get on the road frankly if we're gonna be runaways they've been trapped at that house for a long time though. this is true so let's let's mix it up i bet I, I i am enjoying in general having these characters all come back together including um victor um that's his name right la mancha victor mancha yeah so that's good but anyway so you you've still stuck with Sandman.
0: Yeah, I'm trucking along, and it, it kind of ties into. Uh, you know, we could bring it up now, but the, the Sandman TV series from Neil Gaiman and David Goyer has a huge yeah. price tag at Netflix, so it's a perfect time to be reading it. Um, I'm not breezing along. Uh, I think I'm in. I'm in volume three. Almost done with volume three now. Um, you know, it's not something that has me hooked to the point where I can't put it down, and and something like Why the Last Man or whatever did. Uh, but I am still enjoying it. Again, I see why some people really love it. I don't know that it's my it would ever be my A plus book in my top five of all time, but I mean, there's TV shows that are like, TV shows and movies that I can see why critics love it and it hits a certain audience and is talked about forever, but it not in my favorites of of all time series. So I'm I'm glad that I'm sticking through. I, I will feel real accomplished when I am officially done, and I will have that much more knowledge when the uh, Netflix series
1: kicks off. So this is this ran in the 70s. I think we uncovered last year, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's not nothing.
0: It's going to take me a bit, I'm sure, but you right. know, it's been a month almost, and you know, I'm almost done with Volume 3, so I'll get there.
1: Okay, Super Sense 12, have you read this yet?
0: I have not, and did it come out last week, or am I not subscribed on Comixology? I don't understand.
1: I mean, I, I might have come, because, look, folks, we it's it, we record weird these days. It's There's a lot going on, so it, it came out July 3rd.
0: Okay well then and i have so, not read it yet
1: so it's over i read it I will, I will spoil nothing but they think they did a decent job of um wrapping up this arc after some lugubrious i want to throw out a couple five dollar words uh issues where i had to just be like let's get through this and i will spoil nothing but i but to say that it's possible i think you could get other stories from these two from the perspective of it's told it's like a yesteryear like once Upon a Time, the Super Sons, I think that that's something that could be that could happen.
0: I hope so. With some good that, creators. I'd be totally down for that.
1: Because I forgot that fl- this whole book was a flashback, right? They're all right. telling kids this. I forgot about that until in this book you reminded that is as the case.
0: I wish they could get like a, uh, a kooky kind of story with these two. Like they've got Fraction doing Jimmy Olsen, so clearly DC signed him to do something. Someone who could create a, a totally unique story around two kids like this. Um, I mean, Fraction and and Tom King are who always come to mind, but there are other peoples that could pick up and and do something unique with the two characters.
1: Speaking of Brian Michael Bendis, on the twenty fourth, he's going to be signing at Midtown Comics. So, Ooh. if you have something, I don't. It's, it, shockingly enough, I've read so much of his, I have nothing that I'd be. I got to get this signed. I, I have literally nothing. Don't you so. have
0: uh, Jessica Jones number one? Yeah,
1: I'm back in it. <laughs> yeah, baby. It. And I have it here. That's she hundreds
0: of dollars right there.
1: Bucking A, we're back in. Thanks, friend, for reminding <laughs> me of this. I hope I have it here. Because if I don't, I'm going to get you out to my parents' storage facility and check I that try. shit out. I could do that. Man, I forgot about that. I hope You're I have welcome. it here. Yeah, so if you have anything else you want to truck up here. I'll have to look around. All right, so anyway, that's cool. Um. Okay, so I can't remember if we discussed this like ish- last uh, week or not. I don't know any longer. But uh, Age of X-Men Extremist Number no. 5 is – that all these Age of X-Men books are, are, are closing out. Uh, but this, was, this is the one that had – Psylocke, Blob, North Star, Iceman, Jubilee, and a new character called Moneta. And they are sort of the enforcers of nobody's fucking around here. That was their whole job. Okay. The chore, dude. I, I I didn't like anything about it except that it had Psylocke in it, who also it, it was just presented in a very bizarre way. I'm glad it's over. And they're going to wrap this up with sort of the Omega book of Age of X-Men in the next week or two that's going to finish out the entire like universe of this but you mentioned age of apocalypse being like a seminal classic well-known we all love it book out of the x-men you know anthology this is not that i feel like this this has landed like a lead balloon nobody that i know of on the lines or in the persons has been like this has been so good because it hasn't been it sucked will you continue on at all you No, know, it's over i mean whatever like the next book picks up or
0: anything oh the, they're the gonna carry book? the story yeah are they gonna
1: yes of course because i hate myself of course i'm gonna <laughs>
0: Well, more power to you, I suppose.
1: Thank you. So we only have one thing in weekly news now, I guess.
0: Yeah, and it's a it's a decently big one. And I, I guess I was I mean I was going to do a spoilerly spoilerly type thing, but I think this issue came out right. So it's, I mean it's it's everywhere it's a, now. It's it's over. So if you listen to this and you're into the Walking Dead and you know nothing about the comic that just came out and issue 193, you can stop listening now. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, but at some point last week, before it came out, uh, my brother had texted me, knowing from listening to the show that I'm, you know, many a times I've talked about both the show and this book seemingly having no end in sight. Uh, right. And it's something that I read the first trade of this um, and it, uh, zombies and the whole thing, and, and yet another thing. I see why people like it. It was it was not for me, and it makes it even more difficult to get into, knowing that if I were to get into it, I'd have to invest one hundred and some ninety issues just to like be up on things that's like i can't i can't do that Mm -hmm. Uh, but he had texted me randomly and said um you see walking dead is done at issue 193 and i said you know no that's incredibly big news and yeah and then he let me know about they solicited 195 as fake entries not to tip their hat um blah 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 and then he sort of sent me some pictures of the letter from kirkman in the book um so this is you know extremely big news it's a weird number to end at i think a lot of people thought it would get to 200 um you know spoiling the ending type thing and it's, it's grind is it it's rick grimes right is his name yes and then he so he died and it ends up being just walking dead is sort of his story and that's that
1: mm, yeah but he had the, the, the penultimate issue
0: okay so, so he made it
1: almost the whole way
0: all right well you know i, I saw some interviews with kirkman and them talking about you know they don't want to Carried on further than what they thought it could be and how good it was to which I say it's 193 issues. This easily could have ended. I feel a long time ago and walking to people, please don't like at me on Twitter, but that's a a fuck ton of issues for like, uh, does it really, does any book really warrant that many things that isn't just like a ongoing X-Men Batman type thing?
1: I mean, I don't think so. I, I mean, but you know, I only read the first couple of volumes of Walking Dead, which I th- thought was was w- very well done. Um, but there's just too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Yes, and uh, but I, you know, where is the show which you know I fell off on. And I, I was religious about that show the first 6 seasons maybe. Where it was appointment TV and it was just like something but it just it got very tiresome and like, you know, where are we going? You know what I mean? The, the world's going to be bad for so long. Mhm. <laughs> Like, I, I, you know, another villain's coming along, and it's bigger than the last. Get out of here. It just got to be too much.
0: And now there's Fear of the Walking Dead.
1: Which I think is, sh- like, in the toilet when it comes to ratings, by the way. But how yeah,
0: it still, it like, hit, ish, like, season four or five, didn't it?
1: Yeah, but we, these are, like, 12-ish episodes. Well, maybe not. Depends- so, they, they cut them into. I don't know. The point is, no. Both of them. I'm was
0: over. the book good enough to have sustained this for so long, or did it get, like, a sudden surge of even more purchasing once the show started. I think uh, all and above. Okay. So, you know, I mean, it's the people that are totally into it. I'm sure they might be upset that it's over. Um, you know, I'm sorry for you, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd be interested in, you know, maybe now Kirkman will do something else. I mean, he had outcast for a little bit that I'm not sure kept up with the book and it had the, at least the one season of the show. Yeah. Um, he's got the other one that I've read a little bit oblivion song. You know, maybe he'll focus his efforts on something else and, and stick to, or maybe he'll just stick to straight TV. I know he was working. That, the Invincibles got is that Amazon, right? Yeah. Um, so you know he's got a lot of things going on. Uh, I'm all for creators not just sticking to one thing and routing it out. You know, we we recently learned Saga is going to hit 100 and be done because that's something that they could easily take out forever. Um, so finish it up, and, and you know, even still, Brian Kavan has been knocking out other good stuff in the meantime. So I, I'm excited for a potential new Kirkman thing and to stop seeing solicitations for The Walking Dead. I like that. As a hater. <laughs>
1: and, mm, well, yeah, I mean, I just, it's time. And even like, I would say Fear the Walking Dead get really, I'd say, well, let's say savvy, but like they have been killing off people that you thought were going to be in for the long haul. That's their way of, I think, keep it interesting, mm-hmm. but not but not to me. <laughs> I can respect that. There you go. All
0: right, well, uh, until next week, uh, hit us up at toomanycomics.com. We're online and easy to find, and then we will be reading Space Man, it's number one, and probably lots of other books. So yeah. uh, tune in. I've been reading-